We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When July 1st comes around and there is there is a discussion around an extension and nothing happens, that's ultimately going to be the biggest talking point in Toronto. You talk about this Ryan O'Reilly move, people can consider it a rental. Could this be used as an insurance policy too, just in case Matthews does want a lease? Look, being a guy that played for the lease, that now covers the lease, I want Austin Matthews to be a Maple Leaf for life. But I can't sit here comfortably today and say that I'm confident that will happen. That is Carlo Coliacobo from TSN. He was on with Sal and Joe yesterday on the Extra Point Show. Uh, wow. Ryan O'Reilly has an insurance policy for Austin Matthews. Woof. Good luck with that if that's the case because that's really not a very good idea at all. I look forward, actually, um, the, the one thing we've learned to, to enjoy about the Toronto media in this area where we live in proximity to Toronto and we can, of course, you can look at TSN and Sportsnet, their websites. You can listen to Toronto Sports Talk if you like. Anyway, they're never, ever prone to overreacting when it comes to talking about the Leafs in the Toronto media. So I actually would like to see July 1st come and Austin Matthews not have an extension because I would love to just be entertained by the stories that come out of Toronto and the absolute panic that comes out on a daily basis if he has not signed an extension. Can you imagine what that's going to be like? They're going to go nuts up there. Leaf fans will be apoplectic. Every single day he doesn't sign. He's not going to go to Arizona, right? That, that no, might be no. Their... <laughs> no, no. Okay. Austin Matthews is not going to go play He's in front go of 5,000 people. Play, no, play right. at home yeah. in, at the no, uh, Arizona not, State Ice Complex? Okay. He'd be the biggest star to switch teams since John Tavares. <laughs> isn't, right? he, is, isn't he bigger? He oh he's certainly he's okay, younger. So I guess so that's right. He's yeah. the biggest, and I, like my first thought was Russell Wilson. But let's go with on how good they are in their sport. Austin Matthews is better than Russell Wilson. Yes, he'd, he'd be the biggest star to switch teams. Well, you get more prime years left. Oh, is it Tyreek Hill the answer? He's not a quarterback. At his position, I though, mean, that works. Hill has consistently been talked but about. LeBron as the mo- leaving Cleveland, okay? Because it, it, it feels like that's the level. Yeah, he's the. Third most valuable player in the sport, maybe? Sometimes number one. McDavid's one. Yeah. And then McDav- Matthews scored six. McDavid, McKinnon, and Matthews are mm-hmm. like all in their own category. Yep. So, yeah, LeBron, right? Good. Yeah, I mean, at that point, right? Yeah, LeBron hadn't won a championship yet, not until he got to Miami. So LeBron leaving. I look forward to Austin Matthews having a television show to announce where he's taking his talents. <laughs> <laughs> you, want, I mean, you remember how Cleveland reacted to LeBron? I'm sorry. I shouldn't. I should not laugh at someone's possible misfortune, but it is Toronto. If Matthews ever left, the oh my god, the reaction in that city would be people would be burning Austin Matthews jerseys on like Young Street. It would be unbelievable. Young Street, Front Street, Front Street, whatever. One of the streets up there in downtown Toronto. Thanks for hanging out with us. Eight oh three oh five fifty to join us this morning. Leafs are in town tonight. Big game for the Sabers. Big week for the Sabers. Um, with Toronto, and then a trip, quick trip to Florida, playing Tampa and Florida, and then here for uh, Washington on Sunday. Big games with the Caps and the Panthers. Those are obviously two teams the Sabres need to jump over 
to get into a wild card spot. And uh, it's amazing to see the number of games in hand right now. Six on the two teams that are currently in the wild card spot. So, hey, that's 12 possible points to make up five points with you and the Islanders, four points with you and the Panthers. So the Sabres are in really good shape. Now they just have to win the games in hand. Good. And beat the Leafs tonight. Beat the Leafs Lost tonight. Lost them in, what was it, November when they played them up there? I think it's been a while. How about that too, right? A division rival and you've played them one time and we're, here, we're almost at St. Patrick's Day for goodness sake. or we're, we're almost in March and you've played a division rival one time so far the, this season. That's the NFL format. The Bills and Patriots not playing until December. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Anyway. So franchise tag window opens? Uh, four o'clock, I think. Okay. I think it's this afternoon. They're not franchising Tremaine Edmonds. No. They're not franchising Jordan Poyer. No. I even saw someone, not suggested because it would never happen, Devin Singletary. No which is way. never going to happen. Absolutely not. I'd be, sh- I'd be really, I'd be shocked if they tagged Poyer. I'd be surprised if they tagged Edmonds. I mean, you can tag him and still get a long-term contract because you really don't want to carry a $21 million cap number for Tremaine Edmonds next season. For a team that's over the cap by $20 million and needs to create space, you wouldn't want to eat up 20 in space, twenty plus for Tremaine Edmonds. I don't think they're going to use the tag on either guy. I don't think they should use the tag on either guy. I'm, I'm still fairly convinced that Poyer's not coming back, and I think Edmonds is going to sign. The question is, what's the magic number? And do the Bills have a number in their mind where they go, this is it, we're not going any higher than whatever it is. He's not getting Roquan Smith money, obviously. He's not setting the market. What's the number that the Bills might have in mind? Is Tremaine Edmonds the toughest call the Bills have had for signing a guy that comes up? Milano, let's remember Milano. Hmm. We were all resigned to him leaving. I thought for sure he would hit the market, and, and once he did that, he was a goner. And he didn't leave. They brought him back. They brought, in that same offseason, Feliciano and Daryl Williams. Right, mm-hmm. It was all three. We actually kind of thought all three might leave. And all three came back. Yeah, Tredavious White never got to that, Dawkins that stage. Never got to Dawkins that. never got there. Josh Allen, of course, never mm-hmm. got there. And if he did, it wouldn't be a hard decision. Yeah, I think Tremaine Edmonds is the toughest call they've had to make. For one more year. And then it's Ed Oliver. I don't think that's a tough call at all. You don't think so? Nope. I, nope. You think he's not coming back? That's correct. Yeah. It's a, it's a, I, I, if I had to make a guess right now, I'd be with you because he's not getting, they're not going to give him the big defensive well, he, tackle contract. In right. fact, and, if they give Edmonds the big contract, that even goes even further towards they're not going to pay Oliver. I just think that when it comes to Oliver, the way they talked about him at the end of the season, he needs to find another level. Or he, he, yeah, he, he, there's a little more meat on the bone, I believe is the yeah, phrase. They basically want more from him, and I don't think that they are willing to yeah. see him have a good year in a contract year and just bring him back on a big contract. Edmonds, while they would also say he did just have his best year, he had good years before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He was a consistently, or has been a consistently really good player and contributor, and this might have been his best year, so maybe his price goes up. No, I don't think Oliver's a tough call. I think they'll let him walk. I think Edmonds stays. I'm really the closer we get to free agency, a lot of this was sure, last season was a big season for him and I thought he had his most consistent start to finish, most consistent season. He is an every down player at an important spot on this roster. And if you look at what's going on around him, okay, maybe Ed Oliver only has one more season left and then he's gone. You know, Von Miller has probably two more years and they'll Probably move on from that contract. Matt Milano is under contract for two more years. I don't know that he gets another deal here. They're not going to sink money into Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde, I don't think. Like significant money into either of their safeties. 
So I think if you look at what's going on, what he does, the player he is, and I know he's been somewhat polarizing in his career, right? We're all expecting bigger things from Tremaine Edmonds, but he's a good football player. And he makes a lot of plays. And he became more consistent in terms of difference-making plays. And he, you can use him as a blitzer. And I think he's gotten better over time in getting off blocks and, and correctly choosing the angle on run plays. He obviously is a, a, he's a big part of their pass coverage in their zone because of his length, his athleticism, his range, his ability to drop back in coverage. And I, I think there are a number of things he does well. And I think... In terms of handing out big contracts, it's not going to Poyer. It's not going to Singletary. I, at this point, it's not going to go to Oliver. I don't think it's going to Gabe Davis. It's not going to Micah Hyde. If there's one big contract over these two off seasons, these next two, I think it's Tremaine Edmonds. And I think they want an every-down guy in the middle of their defense. I don't think he walks. I just think they're going to invest in him. The reason, of course, they're not going to franchise Singletary is that they're going to draft a running back, right, in the first yeah, round? Yeah, right. Did you see the latest mock draft? Well, I didn't. And by the latest, I mean there's you know like fifty every day. I, I was going to ask you about Zach Jones's mock draft because I saw you had I didn't read the the mock, but I saw you tweeted at him that uh -huh. he made the list. Well, I didn't think it was a good list. Zach Jones posted a mock draft at our website wgr550.com. He clickbaited us. Oh, <laughs> he put he put the picture as Bijan Robinson and did not have that. the Bills. Oh, okay. The Bills did not take Bijan Robinson. He was off the board before the Bills picked. Okay, good. However. 33rdteam.com. This is a it's a good site. I think it's actually a pretty good football site. Mike Lombardi's part of this one, right? I think Mike, Mike yeah, Mike Lombardi or Mike, Mike Tannenbaum. Tannenbaum, one of the Mike's. Yeah, my apologies to whichever I Mike I got wrong there. They, in their latest mock draft, had the Bills trading up for, for a running back. Oh, dear Lord, you gotta be kidding me. Trading up to twenty two. It would cost the Bills. Joe, you you're gonna love this trade. A first and a third. Oh, my God, no. Oh, my Lord, please. They basically they move up five spots. Baltimore gets a third. The Bills get a fifth back. So they drop down 50 spots in from the third to the fifth and move up five spots and take B. John Robinson 22nd overall in the latest mock draft from 33rdteam.com. Listen, if is it someone specific there or are we putting the whole, the whole website on the list? It's a good question. It does not say it, it is not attributed to a single person that did this mock draft. I think I we have think. To, to be safe. We have to put the whole, the whole website yeah, on the list. I think Where's so. Dave Gettleman? Is are we talking about? Is this guy going to be wearing a gold jacket? So you draft, you trade up to get Bijan Robinson because he'll be in Canton someday. I think maybe even more annoying than the trade in the pick would be everyone. Oh, is Mike Mayock still on TV? Oh, great pick by the Bills. That's exactly what they need. Establish a run game. Balance with Josh. Just the instant reaction to it would be as maddening as the pick. I'm not a fan of drafting a running back. We covered that the other day. I'm even less trade of a fan of up. trading an asset to move up. for. So we're talking about this guy. Is the, what he's the final piece to a Super Bowl puzzle for the Bills, so you've got to trade up and get him. I mean, I'm, I have not, I have not watched the kid play, so I couldn't even tell you. I'm not even sure how much Texas football I would have seen, so I can't tell you anything about him. He's great. He's like, great. Like you have to have this piece great. He's, like you can't. This is the difference maker. He's Saquon great. But the idea of trading up for him, of course, is out of this world. I thought you were going to tell me they were trading up for a wide receiver. No, trade up for a running back in this latest mock draft. You know, hey, whatever, it's mock draft season. Well, I would say no. I would vote no on that if you're asking for my opinion. If this were to happen, that's the fun part about all these mock drafts. 
in this one as it plays out. They trade up to 22. I would be thinking like, hmm, on the board still, Zay Flowers or, you know, there's some tackles and some guards. But, yeah, they take uh, they take a running back. If the Bills take a running back, aren't the aren't the Bengals and the Chiefs happy? Yeah, I would be. Sweet. Yeah, if I was, you know, a, a, an a, if I were a Dolphins fan, I'd be like, yeah, okay, fine, go take a running back. You want to get even more upset? This no, might get you no, more upset. Not, not really In the thirty third team dot com draft, where they draft, they trade up to draft a running back with their second round pick. They take an edge rusher. Come on, you're no. Yeah, you're kidding me. Yep. Start a new Who list. did this draft? What? An edge rusher? Yeah. An edge rusher and a running back. Yeah, because, you know, they don't need wide receivers or offensive line help or a safety or maybe a linebacker if Edmonds doesn't sign. Sure, get another edge rusher. No. If, if, no. Uh, just, okay, shut up, Howard. 803-0552. Join us this morning. Sal coming up top of the hour. Uh, hey, uh, reminder, heads up. Jelly Roll is going on tour. Okay, quick question. Yeah. Who or what is Jelly Roll? Oh, it's a great band. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I have no idea. I don't either. It's actually a person. Okay. It's so yeah, a person? I, I didn't know either. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Jelly Roll is going on tour. They will be at Darien Lake this summer, August 3rd, to be precise. Uh, tickets will be going on sale this Friday morning at 10 at LiveNation.com. That is part one. Part two, we will be giving away tickets beginning today and running the rest of the week to see said show so keep listening for your chance to win on wgr we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.